It's the Messiah Community Radio Talk Show. This is Michael James Lauren, your host. We have a real special guest. She's the co-founder of Voices.com. Her name is Stephanie Cicerelli, along with her husband, David Cicerelli, the other founder. And uh, she joins us. Welcome to the program. Thanks for having me on your show, Michael. It's great to be here. Our sponsors with over 90 years experience in developing audio electronics. Bayer Dynamics stands for innovative audio products with the highest sound quality and pioneering technology. Two business divisions, consumer and installation, provide tailored solutions for professional and private users. All products are developed in Germany and primarily manufactured by hand. From headphones to microphones and conference and interpretation systems. For more information, please visit north-america.bayerdynamic.com. And by Vocal Booth To Go carries a complete line of products and accessories specifically designed for voiceover actors, audio professionals, podcasters, producers, and studio owners to help them get professional results for their clients. It's your go-to place for sound treatment, soundproofing, portable, and mobile vocal booths. Visit VocalBoothToGo.com for more information. And by Hamilton Stands, founded in 1883 in Hamilton, Ohio, Hamilton Stands is the oldest music and instrument stand maker in the world. They offer a broad range of sheet music stands, band and orchestra instrument stands, and combo stands, including mic stands, guitar and keyboard stands, and accessories. In fact, the broadcast you're listening to is made using a Hamilton stage rocker mic stand. Visit HamiltonStands.com. And Oralex Acoustics has one mission, to make you sound your best. Thousands of satisfied Oralex customers have experienced improved acoustics, along with free expert advice, total sound control products from Oralex. Enjoy widespread use among prominent artists, producers, engineers, and corporations worldwide. Remember, it's not your gear, it's the room. Visit Oralex.com for more information. And great audio starts with great gear. And Zoom's 30-year reputation promises quality and affordability. Visit zoom-na.com today for recorders, audio interfaces, effects pedals, and more. We're Zoom, and we're for creators. Well, it's great to have you. You have an amazing story. Uh, This is the hub of all uh, voice acting and voiceovers. And so to be able to say that, a pretty you know, pretty amazing what you guys have been doing. And so we want to find all about your story, of course, your book, to Voice Acting for Dummies, where you learn to get into character, create a demo, just everything that you need to learn about uh, voice acting. So uh, where do we begin? Because uh, Humble Origins starting out, I think I heard an interview where, you know, one time you were scratching for just a cup of coffee uh, as far as the business. And the next thing you know, you you hit the jackpot. Somewhere there's a story there. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, it, we're definitely uh, storytellers and, and there is a story. So um, if, if we want to start there, then we certainly can. Um, but my love for what I do in voice and well, just anything to do with voice really started when I was a small child. So, you know, everything you've heard about the founding story of voices.com and, and how that all came to be, there's a huge precursor to that. And, and that would be just really growing up in a family and in a community community that loved music, that loved the performing arts, that really uh, gave me a lot of opportunity to spread my wings and fly. Uh, you know, uh, So the story of how Voices.com got started couldn't really start before we got there. Could we start a little earlier on? Oh, yes. As a matter of fact, yeah, the story, I, I definitely know that you are classically trained, is that right, as a singer, and you were doing uh, weddings and things like that. And uh, from what I understand, you saw in the paper your husband, David. Well, you take it from there. 
Sure. Okay. So yes, I was studying music at the time in university and, and a voice major. So um, when I saw this newspaper article, my mother had strategically placed it in my room, by the way, uh, because she wanted me to get a demo to, to do something where, you know, as a singer, that I wouldn't always have to perform for somebody every time they wanted to know what I sounded like. And for those of you listening, this probably sounds commonplace, like, well, of course you had some kind of sample of what you could do, but, you know, not everyone has a demo. Not everyone is thinking that way, especially when you're in like the live performance uh, space. You're not doing voiceover. This isn't like a thing for you. So um, yes, there was a newspaper article. It was about a young man who literally just opened a recording studio in our city. And my mother knew, well, you know what? My daughter, she needs to make a demo because I'm kind of tired of driving through auditions and, and like having <laughs> to have people over to the house to hear the Ave Maria. You know, how many times can we hear this song? And then, you know, just to borrow the accompanist too, right? Like you had to make sure that we had a lot of um, like just logistics lined up there. But, but yeah, it was like, how can we make this easier for ourselves? And, and my mom really did set me up for success in that way that she was thinking more like a business person. So she's like, you know what? You are singing regularly. What if we could get you more weddings, more, more gigs, if you will? I think a demo will help you do that. So I went down to the studio. I booked an appointment to meet David, to have a tour, to, to find out what that would be like. Because I hadn't really been in a recording studio for a long time. I had done uh, one of those kind of just a recordings, not a for fun sort of thing. But, you know, my grandmother had had uh, booked some studio time for me uh, at a local studio to record a couple songs. I was really into Les Mis at the time, you know, I was a young child singing Castle on a Cloud, you know, from Les Mis and, and just like all these pieces from Phantom. And, and anyway, I had not set foot in a professional recording studio as a soloist in a very long time. I'd done all kinds of choral work and, and that sort of thing. But um, the demo with David was really what opened up my eyes to the world of voice over because as we know in our field you don't really notice and I don't want to anyone take their own way but you don't notice a voiceover unless it's done poorly so, so like <laughs> if you hear something that just doesn't sound right or you don't believe the person or, or it's like oh man like you know that that something just fell apart there for me. Mm. They didn't keep my, I, I didn't believe them. The suspension of disbelief is gone. Um, that's when you know that the voiceover probably may not have been professional or they maybe they didn't have the right direction or the artist was confused about what they're doing. Uh, but when a voiceover is truly effective, you don't question it. You know, you, you're taking it in. You listen to it and you think, ah, oh, okay, sure. That sounds good to me. Because really what the, the core purpose of a voiceover is either to, to educate or inform someone, it's to entertain, you know, help make them laugh, or it's to persuade them. You know, that, that's really what we're looking at here. It's the author's intent. What do they want? What, what is the expectation of this read? And how can I best present it to the audience? And so anyway, like, you know, to have that ability to have a demo to do all that is huge, but voiceover is not something that everyone is aware of. In fact, the less you're aware of it as a member of the public, almost the more effective the, the voiceover is. Well, it seems like there's so many people, again, we want to, you know, find out about how all this happened. There's an amazing story here going from, you know, teaching or uh, singing to uh, to where you are now. But, uh, you know, there's so many people who want to do this as far as uh, be a voiceover actor. And they have. I mean, you have on your website amazing stories at, you know, Voices.com, people who are construction driver, you know, construction workers or a teacher. And uh, the list goes on. And it's almost like where has uh, Voices.com? been all my life. 
(laughs) Well, it's funny because people often find Voices.com because someone has told them about it. You know, like if you're not thinking about yourself as a performer necessarily, just as in my early career, I certainly wasn't thinking of myself as a business person. I just knew that I was making money doing something I loved, which was singing professionally, you know, booking weddings and so on. Um, But, you know, unless you're... I don't know, someone close to you, a family member, a friend, a colleague says, you are really gifted in this area. I, I think that this is a, this voiceover thing, that could be totally for you. Then sometimes people don't realize that they have this gift. They're not thinking about it. And again, because voiceover, even 10, 15 years ago, it was not nearly as visible. And by that, I mean, we weren't watching behind the scenes outtakes of the latest, you know, Disney animation. Right. Uh, right. And that true. kind of culture of celebrating voiceover really only came around, I would say, like, it's probably no more than 10, 15 years ago where people understanding that, oh, there's a whole world in behind these characters that we see. And there's, there's studios, there's microphones, there's people, there's engineers, there's, there's actors, and, and they're really, really animated. And it's so much fun to watch them. And, and like this world was very closed off because I, like just from my own perspective, having grown up you know, in, a, in a world where uh, this wasn't really something that people were talking about all the time, like you know, 1980s and so on, watching cartoons or Disney or what have you, you're not sitting there wondering who's the voice of that. You're not. But these days, people do. I mean, I just can't get over the fact that you were there just for an audition. You, I mean, you were there to get a demo and uh, not, you, you got a lot more than you bargained for. You met your husband. Yeah. <laughs> you met your husband there. Did you know you're going to marry him when you first uh, You know, I don't know if I knew then, but it certainly became evident, you know, down the road. We started out working, you know, just getting this demo done, recording a few songs, did some originals. Uh, David, very talented, not just as a business person, but also he can play piano, drums, you know, just instruments are are in his blood too, not just mine. Um, But it was what brought us together was really this sense of connecting um, with music, with people, uh, with the human voice, with message, with story. And so after we had finished working together, uh, then yes, like, you know, we did start to date and and that led to marriage and and to children and to building uh, what you see here before you now. We both come from music and and audio and and voice and and singing, that sort of thing. Uh, But the voiceover world, uh, very, you know, it's related, but it wasn't exactly where it come from. But David knew a lot about voiceover because he went to a recording school where they did prepare their graduates for, uh, you know, what it's like to work with a voice artist and, and that sort of thing. For me, it was, I was just a performer. I didn't realize that voiceover was an art form. Maybe I would have known that if someone said, oh, well, all those characters, they surely have people who are doing those voices and behind them. I would have, I totally would have clued in, but it's not something I knew about. But anyway, as we were doing the work, because I was uh, a voice talent for a short time, uh, the same newspaper article that people had found uh, featuring David and his studio was obviously not just read by my mother and it wasn't just read by me. (laughs) So uh, there were others who were contacting David and saying, hey, well, you know, heard you got the studio. We need this phone system recorded. Do you think you could do it? Or, or we have this radio commercial or we, we have this need to do this conference um, system for our, you know, getting our registered attendees in it. And it has to be in French and in English. Like, you know, can you help us with this? So he was getting these requests and, you know, he didn't really know many other people who could help him with it. So he's like, well, they want a female voice. You know, you're right here. Do you think that this is something you'd like to do? Oh, okay, sure. And, and they liked my voice too. So that wasn't a problem. 
but I was doing this voiceover thing, which of course was very new to me. But as we would realize, a lot of what people do in life, there's actually a lot of transferable skills. So as a vocal performer in, you know, just singing and musical theater and acting, there were so many just skills that I had that could easily go into that world of voiceover. And they did, you know, be it singing, acting, interpreting, you know, the copy, what, what is the point of this? Where should I breathe? How can I best present this to be compelling? You know, these are, how do I color my words? You know, that took on a whole new meaning. It wasn't just about, you know, a musical way. It was, it was infusing the voice with all those different characteristics and nuance that uh, you'd be looking for uh, in music, but just, just putting it basically into a, a voice recording just a spoken word recording. So it was a lot of fun. With the singing, I hear that you have a clear advantage because of the nuances. And like you said, the melody behind the voice and how to put accent and so forth, because there is musicality in the voice. But I guess the big thing I hear people who are, you know, former radio announcers, they really have a tough time with this because, you know, there, there are more nuances that they have to, they have to unlearn a lot of bad habits, you know, but I'm sure they do. Um, but how amazing, though, that all of a sudden you get people from every walk of life checking out Voices.com from the pros to people just getting started and uh, careers are born. All of a sudden, uh, you know, they realize this talent has been honed uh, and that's the place to do it. I mean, where you go on there, it seems like you work very hard uh, to make sure that you have supportive blogs and podcasts uh, and all the information It's turned into like a real hub. Oh, absolutely. And and what's at the heart of all of it is community, right? Like, and as I said, coming from industry or a certain part of the industry, I already had an understanding, as did David, about what it was that our customers wanted, what they needed, what their pain points were, what the questions that they would ask. So because we did have that knowledge and both of us are trained um, you know, professionally in those backgrounds, uh, it was really, really easy to draw upon our knowledge from those programs and also old study notes. Oh, what did, what was that about MP3s and conversion rates and, you know, like you law and what, like, you know, so, so it was a lot that we could draw in because we were very well prepared um, for that. And I think that that's important is that when you're in a, a line of work, uh, you know that you're in the right place when you have purpose, like you're aligned with what you're doing and you're actually meant to do that. Like you're just naturally skilled and gifted and, and certainly feel that you are called to do something like that. Um, second, of course, is just having those um, those skills that you do develop that help you to shape it. And then, you know, are you in the right place at the right time, essentially? And and uh, I do believe that everything happens for a reason. And so, uh, you know, if your your purpose is there, you've got the skills, like you're, you know, you might want to say you're called gifted and sent, if you will. You know, like you, you've got like a mission plan. You're going out there and you're totally going to rock this thing. But But you can't just go out there blindly, right? So that's something that I think uh, that if anyone is listening, they're just like, oh, I don't know if I'm doing what I ought to be doing. It's like, well, are you passionate about it? And if you're not passionate about it, then you really might want to reevaluate because that passion and purpose primarily, which also helps to feed that passion, both of them feed each other, whether you're, you know, you get down one day or something, one of them will pick you back up. We have to think, well, am I doing this like for the reasons that drive me for why I, I exist, you know? Um, and if you don't have that, it's really, really hard to like even use your talent if you have it in the area. Like, for example, you could be like really good at math, but you hate it. 
you know, like I don't have that problem. I, <laughs> I, have the opposite. <laughs> I, I wish I like math. I wish I like math. You know, I can do the math <laughs> and I need to. But the point is, is that, you know, you can, you can have like an ability in a certain place, but if there is no passion that comes from there, if there's no feeling of like, this is so what I need to do and I am just fitting right in, then you, you want to find something else. Because if you don't have that, that fulfillment that comes from doing what you were designed to do, then, you know, it, you're, it's kind of like, well, where could those gifts be better used and how could you be applying them? So part of what we also feel uh, in our company too is that we're connectors. And, and that's a theme that comes across in everything that we're doing. You know, the marketplace has two sides. You've got the voice actors on one side, you've got clients who need to hire them on the other. And we ultimately want to be there as a conduit to help them achieve their goals. And the talent, we want to see them, you know, make uh, good money doing what they're doing or feel fulfilled and have success, whatever that means to them um, through using the platform, want to really set them up to have a great experience. And for those clients, we need somebody who's going to help to finish their project. Someone who's going to be the beating heart of whatever it is that they're doing. That's going to communicate that message. That's going to jump into the role, the skin of whoever it is that they need to be and to help that audience to know why this matters to them, to help them understand um, you know, like what they need to do as a result of that, or, or is this just information they need to think about? You know, there are a lot it, of demands. I mean, you're oh, dealing I, with a, you're dealing with talent, and just alone when you when you think of the talent, I mean, they're nice people, creative people, smart, but uh, sometimes talent can be temperamental and a little demanding. And then you on the other end, you have business people. So, you know, for you to be able to provide a seamless service, okay, uh, where it all comes together and the project takes off, and there's insurances that uh, things will uh, get done. And uh, it's, it must be comforting for, I mentioned for everybody. Yeah. Well, uh, you know, we see our customers as being equally important. So the voice actors are just as important to us as clients are on our site. We want to see everyone succeed. That's, that's why we're here. We're here to connect. You're here to, to help you to achieve your goals. Um, you know, like everybody knows that the currency in this business is the jobs. So, you know, you want to get as many jobs as possible that uh, we can give to our talent to audition for, because that's really what, what really drives everything. It drives not only someone's ability to make an income for talent, to have access to work and to audition, to have that opportunity, but it also ensures that there's a lot of stories that are being told out in the world that can be shared and just given that excellent, um, you know, um, I guess it's like you want to do a good job. And, and that's something that we really, really strive for at Voices.com is that, that we want not only to do work, but excellent work. And I believe that comes through in the caliber of, of the projects that do come on the website and the clients who are posting them and also the talent who are, are providing their services. Well, you think of someone who doesn't know, you know, voiceovers from Adam, okay? And they mm -hmm. go on Voices.com. I mean, the first thing is, make it easy for people on both sides, you know, a business or uh, someone who's thinking about uh, being a talent. You guys do that. Uh, you've executed it with a very easy to use interface and, uh, you know, where you go on and, and it makes perfect sense. But it seems like you continue to try to develop and get better. It's like you're not satisfied, you know, and uh, it, it's it, there are more and more improvements. So where does that is that coming from you? Is it coming from David or just the team? But it seems like uh, it gets better and better. 
Oh, thank you for saying that. And I'm glad you're noticing. <laughs> so it is actually one of our corporate objectives and, and values is continuous improvement. So um, what we're looking to do, you know, day in, day out is to make voices.com a better experience for everyone. You know, even if it's just incremental, like we want to make things better. We're, 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 you know, like we understand our role in the industry and we know that we're part of this ecosystem and we're bringing everyone together and, and people have uh, objectives of their own. They've got goals and, and they really do want efficiency. And so part of what we do at voices.com is to help others be more efficient with their time uh, with, you know, being able to review their auditions quickly, for instance, you know, how we present those to clients or for talent, it's, it's like, you know, giving you your voice match score. So you know, which jobs that you are better matched to and, and where you should be applying uh, your time, or at least how you can prioritize those auditions. Uh, we, we just really want people to be able to take control of what they can do. And that's by making the situation for them as a user, even easier, you know, seamless, if you will. Uh, it, it just, it gives you back part of your life. Like, you know, we're sitting here thinking, how can we make your life easier? You know, what is it that we need to do that will help you, Mr. or Mrs. Client or, you know, producer or advertising executive? How can we make your life easier? You know, how can we present these auditions to you? How can we get them to you faster? How can we get talent to be reading these scripts uh, with the intention and, and that purpose that you are hoping to hear? You know, so we're always thinking about how we can help others because we just know that when you help somebody, um, then it makes it better for everyone, including yourself. You ever notice the glaze over people's eyes and you say, you know, you can get into voiceovers and they kind of look at you like with a, with a little bit of a haze, like, how do you do that? Like, really? I could do that. And I tell people, yeah, you can go to voices.com. I mean, I do. And I mean, but people look at you as if, how in the world can I do that? And then what I mean is that when they go on your site and they see that it's so easy to get started, you know, I mean, it's not easy to, you know, become a success. It takes time and everything. But incrementally, though, people can find their way and, uh, you know, again, give birth to a whole new uh, opportunity in a career where, you know, the same voice that says as a cashier, that'll be uh, 2587. Uh, to, that same voice could be doing like visa commercials. Mm hmm. I mean, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, well, I think what when we think about voiceover and, and how easy it could appear to be, and, and certainly it isn't, nothing is ever easy, but, you know, the perception is there. And it's like, okay, well, there's a lower barrier to entry, as in the technology doesn't cost nearly as much anymore to set up a home studio. Uh, you know, you've got um, websites like Voices.com that are allowing a talent to go and promote themselves and to have that ability to do so autonomously. You know, it's kind of cool. Um, but what we need to remember is that although, you know, it may not be terribly difficult to set up shop, so to speak, it is hard to be a voice actor, to work professionally in this field, and to have all the skills that you need to do that from home, right? Stephanie, that's where your book comes in here, Voice Acting for Dummies. Uh, Stephanie Cicerelli, our special guest, she's one of the co-founders, along with her husband, David Cicerelli of Voices.com. So it's like, okay, so you go to school, if you will, at Voices.com, whether you're a pro or just starting out, uh, and then you have your, your tech textbook, okay? Got to get voice acting for dummies. And, and it talks about, you know, start with the basics, audition like a pro, uh, creating a demo, digging into the script, because people are like, what's a script? You know, if you're just starting. Uh, audio recording software and getting into the business. But, uh, 
you definitely, there's not a detail you leave out. So it's very, very helpful. Well, thank you. We work really hard to make use of our information and the knowledge that we have and make sure that we can impart it to our audience and, and to our customers for sure. So um, Voice Acting for Dummies was published in 2013. And before we went about publishing this book, of course, you know, there was the dream or the thought, you know, what if we could give people something tangible to hold on to of Voices.com? Because we honestly had nothing other than our website. I mean, we weren't giving out pens. We weren't, you know, you couldn't have a sweater or whatever it was. Like, you know, you couldn't walk into Voices.com as a physical store and say, I want a piece of branded merch, right? So what we decided was like, how can we get something into the hands of our customers that is of value to them uh, that, you know, represents voices.com well? So we thought, well, you know, we've heard that you can white label these for dummies books and you could totally just do voices.com for dummies. And then we'll print up a whole bunch of those user guides and we'll send them out to our premium members in the mail, you know, just as gifts or something. Nice. <laughs> and so that was the idea, right? And so anyway, as we're thinking this through, uh, David went around and he actually pitched Wiley and he's like, yeah, we have this idea. We've worked with a vendor of ours who has actually adopted this white labeling process and, and we found it really, really helpful as their customers to have this kind of um, book that we could be working from. Can we do the same thing with you? Can we have a voices.com for dummies? And so as they looked over our pitch and they kind of read through everything, you know what? Um, this looks really great. Like, in fact, it might even have trade potential. So let's shop this to Wiley US. We'll see what goes on here. So anyway, those people, they talked to each other and they did think, yes, this is actually something that we would be happy to bring under our banner of, you know, the For Dummies banner. So instead of Voices.com for Dummies, why don't we do voice acting for dummies? Thought, whoa, okay. So <laughs> not... This is going to be much bigger than we thought it would be. Well, you know, let's talk about your husband for a minute, David Cicerelli. And, uh, you know, I've seen interviews with him and uh, he's like a genius. <laughs> I'll let him know that you said that. Um, yeah, it, it he's like the he, words can't come out fast enough. Like you could see <laughs> he is, he's completely inspired when it comes to a big level thinking. Well, he is very intelligent. Um, like he's and he's forward thinking. So uh, when you say genius, I, I, I definitely agree that there's an there's an element of how he looks at the world that is very different from how other people do. Um, he's thinking about the future more than he is about, say, the past or the present. Like, he, he's got a, a different view. Um, I'm more in the present moment. You know, that's, that's more me. I'm, I'm like, a, as a performer and, and someone who has that background, I'm more about improv, whereas he's more about strategy. So, um, yeah, absolutely. Like, he had an idea and a vision, and, and as often is the case, it, this is a CEO, obviously, that has these, these attributes. Um, he's thinking, you know, we want to do something really big, uh, would like to do this. But I think beyond that, he has... Uh, you know, obviously he can see further out than most people. And, and that's a great benefit for us as we um, conduct our business. But definitely with the book, um, he was very forward thinking in, in how we could approach that topic and how we could even go bigger than we thought we would. Well, again, it has everything. It is like the textbook, if you will, uh, in, in, in a digestible way. You know, thank goodness with the, the you know, dummies books makes it easy to digest. But uh, people need all this information because it's not, 
it's something they would think naturally about. I mean, even with knowing you think you're covered with just a microphone and then you say, okay, wait a minute, I need an audio interface and then I need some other things. And, and uh, you know, I have to learn how to even communicate with the people. And when I, what do I write to them when I send something out? I mean, so, you know, it's, it's just so helpful. And especially from a business aspect, you know, you help people not lose sight of that, that uh, you're going to need a little help. It's just not just all creativity. You're going to need a, a business communication, you know, as well. Um, can I ask you, do you ever see this as, as you think about the future and technology continues to grow? Uh, can you give us a sneak peek into, you know, like, do you ever picture this being like a Facebook or something else uh, even? I mean, can, can different layers of social media be attached or, or do you just say, no, no, we're just, you know, we're doing the voiceovers? That's that's a great question because as I said earlier on in this interview, it really does start with community and um, that's how we built our business and we were one of the first industry players to blog and do it consistently. So that would have been 2005 and around that same time, you know, it's when the iPod was coming out and, and we were podcasting and so on. So there's always been a desire to to be very close to our community and, and we want to do that even more so now. So going forward in future, like the concept of community, though it's very important to us at present, will become even more so. So you can look for Voices.com doing more events or being more present, um, you know, possibly having new shows even. So uh, something to think about there. But yeah, so far as technology is concerned, we're always thinking about what to do next and, and how to, you know, better provide experiences that help our customers. Um, but one thing I do want to make sure that I mention for those who are wanting to start out in voiceover is that there really are three core skills that you're going to need to have or three requirements, if you will, for getting into this business. The first is that you are talented. And, and by talented, I don't necessarily mean that your voice sounds like, you know, the perfect voice or, or it's this, you know, archetype and, and it's the only one that will ever work. And it's not about that necessarily. It's about how you're using your voice. Uh, Don LaFontaine used to say that the voice is merely a vehicle for the words, right? Hmm. And so, yeah, like it, it's really more about what you're reading and how you can communicate the message than it is about how you yourself sound in terms of your timbre of voice, the quality, you know, your vocal range, that sort of thing. It, it's about being able to communicate properly. So I want to make sure people know that. And the second step, of course, is that you need to have some uh, technical skills, right? So you can't just have a voice that knows how to be, um, you know, applied in any given situation that may call upon you to, to read. But you also need to be able to um, engineer, right? So talent used to go into studios and, and Don even had a limo, right? I think we can all look up that video, you know, yeah. the guys in the limo. And, you know, he'd go from studio to studio and that would be his day until he decided one day and, and everyone kind of said, hey, Don, you're the big guy. You, you tell him. Uh, so Don's like, I want to work from home. <laughs> That's basically what he said um, in so many words, right? Like, let's do this ISDN thing. Like, can we, can we set it up? Like, I don't, I don't really need to be going back and forth all the time. It's so much more efficient and you'll still get the same high quality that you're looking for. So thank you again, Don, for opening that door. Um, now, aside from the technical skill, being, you know, in studio, being able to engineer, you have to know how to direct yourself. So this kind of goes under the same, I guess, idea of knowing how to use your voice effectively. But, but then the last bit of it 
is that you also need to know how to run a business. And you don't have to be the CEO of a public traded company or Fortune 500 to know how to run a business. You just have to be someone who wants to learn. You know, not everyone who gets into business was born in the business school at Harvard, right? So like all you have to do is just put your mind to it and surround yourself with the right people. And for an independent voice artist, that might mean having an engineer that you can call upon. Uh, maybe it's an assistant or a manager. For some people, they, they do get picked up by an agent. Um, it's really up to them. But one of the best things about being a professional voice actor in this day and age is that you can actually go out and get this work on your own. You don't necessarily, although it is helpful at times, but you don't need an agent. Um, and you, you can manage some of these aspects of your career on your own. But with a caveat is that you need to be thinking like a business person in that when you apply for a job or you audition for a role, you have to ask yourself objectively, am I the right fit for this role or do I just think I am? You know, to be honest with yourself about- It probably takes time. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure many people think there's something they're not. And then, you know, the, the marketplace tells them when they get their, their responses back and you, they have like a, a thumbs up on your website. So if you're doing a good job, they, they like you. Yeah, sure. And that's where like the, you know, being self-aware definitely comes into play and being able to pick up on hints. But also like getting some coaching, like that's something that, you know, is almost, you don't think you have to say it, but you do. Because sometimes people think I have a great voice or I come from radio, therefore I don't need to do anything else other than just use the voice that I have and everything should go along quite well for me. So, well, and we were talking a little bit about radio earlier and, and sometimes when you come from broadcast, you're so used to being a persona that you forget that in voiceover, it is actually voice acting and you are taking on roles of many different kinds. You have different audiences. It's not the same drive home every day where you know that these people are listening and this is what they want. You know, like you might be a talking squirrel one day or you might be the voice of, a, you know, a doorbell or you might be the, like, you have to be thinking like, who is my audience? How do I need to communicate to them? And, and how can I do this really well so that they not only hear it, but that they are touched in some way by this message. I think about all the time that it would take to actually do without using Voices.com. It would take forever to, to be able to field uh, hundreds and hundreds of scripts and you know, things coming in per day and connecting businesses with talent and all that different thing. And so um, do people quite understand really the service that they're getting here? I mean, the fact that it's uh, saving them uh, even hours or years of time. Yeah, I, I think that some talent are more aware of that because they've actually gone through the whole, oh my gosh, I'm doing some cold calls or I've, you know, I tried to do some networking at my local chamber of commerce or, you know, like some people have that experience either having been in business themselves, possibly doing something completely different, but still knowing what it takes to have to get business, to do lead generation, to, to have a steady flow of opportunity that comes your way. Um, I don't think everyone has that that understanding. Like, you know, if we were to say, hey, if you want to get the 40 auditions that you're currently being sent, you know, 40 or so that you're being sent on voices.com every day, you know, have you thought about how much money that would cost you to advertise on yes. Google? Have you thought about, you know, the relationship building that needed to take place to get those jobs to come? Because not all of them are from Google. Some of this is repeat business from our clients who are coming in because they just love voices.com. They know that whenever they have a need that we're going to meet it and they can find that voice that they want. So if you're to stop and think, okay, well, 
you know, not only is there money involved, but there's also relationship building, there's SEO. You know, we've spent a lot of time having our website rank for various keywords and, and obviously building content out all the time in our articles and in podcasts and, and whatever else that we're doing. Uh, you know, this, this is like, I, I can't even tell you how much it would cost a day. It would scare you, but you don't want to do it. <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> say, like as an independent voice artist who is doing, you know, voiceover from home, uh, you, you certainly could go and try and you could do your pay-per-clicks and you could see how high that those, um, you know, it, it, the conversion cost is per click on, on your keywords. Uh, but then not only does that traffic have to get to you, you need to convert it right? Like you, you have to attract somebody in the first place, but then you actually have to have a compelling enough reason for them to do business with you. So, and to keep them on your, your website and have yeah. them not bounce out and all that. So it, there's a lot of a great benefit for talent to be on voices.com as a tool in their marketing you know, plan for how am I going to get access to the world's opportunities? Because there are jobs being posted from all over the place. There are over 160 yeah. different countries represented on voices.com so far as where our customers live. And, you know, like they have needs. They have needs for all kinds of different voices, for all different languages, for a variety of voice ages and ways of, um, you know, bringing your voice to life and accents, dialects, all this. Oh. There's a ton of work out there. The majority of it on voices.com is mainly business related, but it's so much fun. Like there's like people are really working hard, I think, in academia, in the business world to make e-learning fun you know right. so like these scripts aren't boring as boring anymore as they used to be so like that's a good thing for for people who are really suited to that line of work but there's always more work coming which is really cool so like for instance these um smart speakers you've got alexa you've got google home you've got like you know Apple has their own product. So like there's just going to be more and more of this more opportunity and more ways for people to engage with voice as an interface. Uh, you know, usually people would type something out. Now they're dictating it and saying, hey, you know, Siri, can you tell me what the weather's like today? Or can you whatever? Or like there's just so much that people can do now with the voice and artificial intelligence and any number of, of different um, ways that we're able to use technology down the road. They just create more and more opportunity for people in our business. Yeah, and it never goes out of style. It's something very warm and human about the, the human voice. I mean, that's what you were trying to really say uh, all throughout that, you know, you don't have to have that announcer voice. You, you have the voice that you've been born with, you know, your God-given voice, and it's how you use that. And I just love the fact that where people are just so surprised that there's some value there. I mean, again, that same voice, uh, uh, honey, take out the garbage, you know. Uh, well, I, you could use that same voice to make money. People don't even attribute value to the voice that they've been given. So I just love when I'm sure the light goes off and I'm sure you do. People who, you know, were just starting out and they developed and they stuck with it on voices.com and, and they made it. Yeah, we've launched a lot of careers on this platform. You know, people who had never done a voiceover in their life before sign up on the website because someone may have told them, hey, you know, I think you can really do something with this voice of yours. Uh, and so then, you know, it could, this is just, it, you know, I've heard this story a few different times from different people, but obviously it's happening more than I know. Um, but, you know, the, here's a story. So you have someone tell you that you've got a great voice and then you sign up on voices.com and you get your demos lined up, you get some training, you, you do the work, you get your studio, whatever. And then all of a sudden, you're looking at doing this in your spare time, moving into doing this part-time, moving into doing this 
oh my goodness, full time. And then possibly <laughs> even moving from, I don't know, want to say like, you know, a smaller city into the bigger one, like, you know, tales of I've moved from Jersey to LA because my voiceover career has just totally picked up. You know, I started on voices.com. I've built up my book of clients. You know, I, I'm doing well. I, I've figured out how to audition and, and, and consistently get work. And so now my life has changed and it's something to be a part of that. It's, it, it is a very humbling yes. experience to have people come up and tell you that you've literally changed their lives. To be able to have a name recognition where people can go on both sides of talent and businesses. Um, that's the thing that you've accomplished. Well, thank you. And that's, that's exactly what we've always wanted to do was to be that connector to help people come together and to, to really just get the job done, like do it well, but also know that, you know, for voice talent on voices.com, you know that you're going to get paid. And that's a huge yes. differentiator too with what we're doing is, is that part of our brand is that, you know, we want to have a secure place for you to do business. We want you to feel good about the environment that you're doing business in. And we also want you to, to know that this really is a partnership. Like I have read people say, or actually heard, and, and some of we've had these great videos that have gone out of, of talent sharing their stories of, of just success and, and what they've, they've achieved through their career and, and partly because of their relationship with us. And, and uh, anyway, like they're, they're saying things like, you know, I love getting up in the morning or getting mm -hmm. up in the day and, and going to work. And, and what they mean by that is, you know, like every time I get up and I log into voices.com, I'm going to work. And it's like, oh my gosh, you're like not even in the building yet. You think you are part of what we're, <laughs> you know, like you think you're on staff almost and not that, not the talent are on staff at voices at all, but the thought and the feeling that there is this sense of belonging that is really cool from talent who like literally were part of their day. Like they get up they have breakfast, they, you know, get caffeinated, whatever, get the kids off school. And then all of a sudden they're like, I'm going to work now. And going to work could mean literally taking 30 steps from one room to the other. But at the same time, that whole mental shift happens where they're like, you know, I love interacting with your team every day. You know, I, I'm really excited about being on voices.com. And for them, like, even though they're not leaving their home, they still feel that they are going to work, that they are connected to, to voices and that, that we are all part of each other's success. Yeah. And you know, I was going to say, I forgot to mention all the people that work at voices.com that have the headphones that are listening to millions of auditions per day and also connecting, you know, with the clients as well. That's a tough job too. Definitely. Uh, like our people work very hard and what they're doing is they're helping to bring more work to our platform, you know, and they're building out those relationships. They're talking to these clients who have like projects that you're going to see like out in the wild on, you know, on national television and in film and, and everywhere. And it's, it's really, really exciting to, to be serving clients of that caliber, but to, to have like, I don't know, working on Super Bowl commercials, working on any number of other projects is, is very exciting um, because we will serve anyone who needs to get their voiceover done from the pizza shop down the street who needs, you know, their voicemail or what have you to like the biggest ad agencies who are literally working for the biggest companies in the world and the brands that we all love. 
Well, you're at the hub of the heap. Uh, Voices.com is number one, and people know about that, of course, whether they're getting a voiceover for a project, uh, for talent to just get started, uh, for pros, uh, really everybody, you and your husband, Stephanie Cicerelli, she's been our special guest. She's one of the co-founders of Voices.com. David, her husband, uh, who really has tons and tons of energy and uh, just making it grow uh, better and better and making voices, uh, voiceovers available to everybody. And you ever, you ever just sit back and say, honey, what would our lives have been like if we didn't, uh, you know, stumble across this, not stumbling, but the, the foresight, the insight to say, what if, and uh, to come up, those ideas, I mean, think about it, you know, don't come every day. It's just an amazing thing how that germinated for both and uh, you are the right team to come together. You ever sit back and say, what, what would have I, you know, if I were just singing still or... <laughs> Well, no, I, I, we honestly can't see our lives having unfolded any other way. And so, like, I, you know, we're just on that. That was our, our path. Like, obviously, we chose our steps along the way. But, but I think that there's an overall plan and, and we're part of it. And, and what's happening here with Voices.com is happening because it was meant to be. So, you know, like, it, it feels like everything that we're doing is um, it's just already it's waiting for us to do in, in certain ways, you know, like we've been given these gifts and talent and skills and, and people and relationships and um, opportunity that it's like, you know, it's, it's really a gift. Like I, I don't think you can manufacture this sort of thing. No. It, it doesn't come from a man-made uh, way of doing, cause you know, like we always think that we want something, but then maybe we don't actually want it. Like people are, we're just, we, you know, it, I'm just so glad I'm not <laughs> the only one who is in charge of my life. So we'll just say, like, obviously, you You're know, we all have agency. <laughs> yeah, we all have agency, but I, I do believe that, that we were, we were set on this course. Absolutely. Yeah. And as, as passionate as the people are, the people who are the talent and also people who have businesses that are passionate about what they do, their projects, you and David have to be as passionate if not more, and be a you know lover of people, which you are. Uh, once again, Stephanie Cicerelli, and the book is called Voice Acting for Dummies. Definitely get this book, and definitely check out Voices.com if you're thinking about getting into voiceovers, or and you know it's it's the place that everyone needs to be. And is there any way we can coax you to sing a couple of bars of Ave Maria? Oh gosh, I guess I don't know any royalties to Franz Schubert, will I? Um, no, I, I'm not in good voice right oh, now. I'm sorry. <laughs> However, I've just been talking to you for the last however long, but maybe someday if there's an event or something where it makes sense and we're all together, maybe we can do a little karaoke. Well, it's an amazing hub, Voices.com, and we appreciate all your time and, and what you've developed with your husband, David Cicerelli. Thank you so much, Stephanie, for being on the program. Well, thank you. It was great to be here. Our sponsors with over 90 years experience in developing audio electronics, Bayer Dynamics stands for innovative audio products with the highest sound quality and pioneering technology. Two business divisions, consumer and installation, provide tailored solutions for professional and private users. All products are developed in Germany and primarily manufactured by hand, from headphones to microphones and conference and interpretation systems. For more information, please visit north-america.bearedynamic.com. And by Vocal Booth To Go carries a complete line of products and accessories specifically designed for voiceover actors, audio professionals, podcasters, producers, and studio owners to help them get professional results for their clients. It's your go-to place for sound treatment, soundproofing, portable, and mobile vocal booths. Visit vocalboothtogo.com for more information. 
And by Hamilton Stands, founded in 1883 in Hamilton, Ohio, Hamilton Stands is the oldest music and instrument stand maker in the world. They offer a broad range of sheet music stands, band and orchestra instrument stands, and combo stands, including mic stands, guitar and keyboard stands, and accessories. In fact, the broadcast you're listening to is made using a Hamilton stage rocker mic stand. Visit HamiltonStands.com. And Oralex Acoustics has one mission to make you sound your best. Thousands of satisfied Oralex customers have experienced improved acoustics along with free expert advice, total sound control products from Oralex. Enjoy widespread use among prominent artists, producers, engineers, and corporations worldwide. Remember, it's not your gear, it's the room. Visit Oralex.com for more information. And great audio starts with great gear. And Zoom's 30-year reputation promises quality and affordability. Visit zoom-na.com today for recorders, audio interfaces, effects pedals, and more. We're Zoom, and we're for creators.